You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center, this is Phoenix FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the... Welcome to the Wrestling Rewind. The only wrestling podcast by fans who don't hate wrestling. Welcome to Phoenix 92.5 FM, the True Penny Channel, NerdStoneMedia.com, and the WrestlingRewind.com. My name is Daryl Connor. You are listening to the only wrestling podcast that you need to be listening to. That's a lie, though. There's loads of great podcasts. But everyone is more hilarious and more funny, which is the important thing. And, of course, we don't hate wrestling, although I do hate Cody Rhodes. As I said, <laughs> my name is Daryl Connor, and I am not alone. I'm joined by the one, the only, Mr. One and all, Martin Herdy. How are things, Martin? Grand. This is the, the only podcast featuring Dara and Martin. That's it. That's it. There's, there's no wrestling. other. There's no other. It's, it's so annoyed uh, if there is like another wrestling podcast with a Dara and Martin on it. <laughs> well, okay, we're V one anyway. They're V two. V one, yeah, yeah. That's you it. Know. We're we're V one. They're um, broken. They're broken <laughs> or damaged. You know what? Why can't we have damaged Cody Rhodes? You know, I'm so annoyed, right? And I'm going to start here. I'm so annoyed that like Cody Rhodes is like probably going to make main event wrestlemania i hope he doesn't I hope he gets like injured in some way that he can't wrestle but not <laughs> not, not ruins his life i hope he picks set but no i hope he gets run over no 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 that, that makes me sound horrible right because i don't i'm not i'm not a monster right just like he sprains an elbow or something he's like oh no i'm gonna miss the show and then you have to bring in someone good because i think i mean like my big thing when he won was oh god i'm gonna have to like leave the arena and go to concession stand or <laughs> in the main event in the main event and i don't want to do that because i mean that's that's horrible so i mean for me cody could you like maybe get a little injured just just a bit just nothing, nothing well, long term he, he just... might have to what do you think are the actual chances that he picks uh seth rollins i don't care who he picks i don't want them there period i want them just gone no but at least if he picked seth it wouldn't be the main event you yeah, see it, it's more the case that, like, I don't know. I see. Here's the thing, right? All joking aside, and again, again, guys, we are joking. I, I do hate Cody Rose, but I don't wish injury on him. I just don't want to see him. Um, it, it, you know, if there's a thing that I, have you seen Black Mirror? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you know that episode where you can like block people with the headset? Oh yeah, like from real life. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like, WWE should make that. Like, you know, just give you a headset and you just block out the wrestlers you don't like. That's got to be. That's got to be only so many years away. Like that. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I mean, that's definitely coming. Oh, it absolutely is. Sure, the brain you know, chip is a real thing na- now. So nine ninety nine a month. There is one hundred percent people I would just 
block from real life. <laughs> See, I just be like, yeah. you know, they come up, they come up and talk to you, and you just have like a weird <laughs> stare, like you're looking <laughs> at the wall behind them. Uh, or or the blue dot, you know, you know the Vince McMahon thing where he, he, over Christian, over Christian. <laughs> I just love that for Cody Rhodes, where it's just a blue dot, and, you know. Or or if he's just Stardust, it's right there. Why can't they just make him Stardust? I don't understand. Martin, can you tell me why they don't? They won't well, give me Stardust. Well, we talked about this uh, last week. It's like it's possible he's he's in the DLC for the latest. Uh, WWE game as Stardust, so it's not. Uh, but there is a main event talent right the there. Realm. Um, I think it would be if he does actually pick Seth Rollins. I think it would be possibly like the latest in a long line of things that either Cody has done or has done had done to him <laughs> that just make me laugh from morning to night because like two years talking about finishing the story and pointing at um, Reigns and the Universal title and all this stuff and then suddenly Rollins gives him a speech and he just changes his, his no, entire two year quest No I mean look okay so some people here are probably they probably love the story alright I don't understand and I don't mean to go on a rant here but I am we haven't done we haven't done a rant in, in a long time you know it's been so at least a week it's the week. No, I mean it's been a very emotional week, Martin. It really has. I mean, a lot's happened this week, and we'll we'll talk about oh. it. I mean, I, I have a list here. I mean, literally before we went on the air, we were talking about a running order, and I have Rumble, sad face. That's my notes, right? So I, I'm not a happy guy. Um, I'm really not. I'm actually quite upset. And um, I, how did we go from, you know. Stone Cold Steve Austin, hero of the working man, The Rock, the people's champion, Batista, powerbombing people, the game, to I want to finish my story. <laughs> to Cody and possibly it's, Seth. No, 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 no. I mean, leave Seth alone for a second, right? But I want to finish my story. That's the lamest thing I have ever heard in my life. So, so why do you want to win title? Because I want to finish my story. I'm like, okay, cool. Because his dad never won it. That doesn't mean... I, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, I don't know your dad. It's, yeah. My dad never got kicked by a cow, but like... There you go. It's, it's just... I just cannot understand it. I mean, I've gone back and, I, you know, I we used to watch WCW. Dusty Rhodes was, was was there. Yeah, okay, cool. He danced around in the in the, in the, in the weird suit in WDB, and it was like, okay. Um, I, I'm sure he was a big, big deal That's to wrestlers. What's actually kind of funny about this whole thing is that... Yeah, you have Cody talking about Dusty Rhodes finishing the story because his dad never did it. But WWF or WWE uh, is the one place his dad was never taken seriously. Yeah, that's his, what I'm his saying. Dad it doesn't was like make a any serious sense. concern everywhere else he went. Yes. You know? Yeah, like that's the thing. I mean, the the story itself doesn't make any sense. In in WCW, I could, I was okay. He was a big deal up until a point, and then he was fighting in the back of a van as it was speeding down the the motorway in 2000. But, you know, look, 2000, we've done WCW Wait, 2000. Wait, was that Dusty or was that Dustin? That was Dusty. Dusty, all right. That was, what yeah. was it called that? The high, Highway to Hell, was it? Highway about? to Hell, yeah. And D- Dustin was, 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 being, was being seen, remember? 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and and Dustin had some. Uh, Dusty had some matches in in TNA, which were pretty good as well. So yeah, you're right. He's big, I, and, big in the NWA, and... and he was big in ECW as well. The only place he wasn't taken seriously is the WWE. And it's funny. It's like, okay, if you want to finish your story so bad, you know where he should have finished the story, and he booked himself out of it. AEW. AEW, yeah. It's like AEW yeah. is kind the of surrogate. The, the spiritual successor to WCW. It is. It's li- well, it's literally WCW. <laughs> you know, in all its forms, you, 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 whatever show you're watching is like a different era of WCW. You know, you, if you want to watch your 2000, you can have it there. If you want to watch the good stuff, it's there. If you want to watch, you know, and and that's actually kind of cool. It, it's it's funny how that's actually worked out. But if he actually wanted to finish this story, which is re- I, I hate that, right? Should have done it in AEW. Because that's, that's where his dad would have won the belt. Well, like, even... Uh, not only like was he not a like big concern in WWF, really. When he, was, when he wasn't there, when he was a big concern in other places, WWF was, like, taking the mick out of him. Like, did yeah. they invent Hakeem, the African dream, as a way of mocking Dusty Rhodes? Oh, my God. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's just... I don't know. I just find it very disingenuous or or the greatest heel character just waiting to happen. It, it's like it's like a bell movement, right? <laughs> Cody Rhodes is like a bell movement and it just needs to move and, you know, it'll have it'll have the best one ever. Right. But he won't. He's just holding there. So he's clenching. And that's what every time I see Cody Rhodes, that's what goes through my head. I'm like, you're a bell movement waiting to happen. In other words, you're a heel turn waiting to happen. I, I always thought that he was, before he left um, AW, that he was on the verge of... The greatest like, heel turn the ever. Yeah, greatest heel turn in generations. Like, he was yeah. going to he was going to keep up this um, I think I'm the good guy character. He was going to <laughs> renege on his promise to not go for the world title. Uh, you know, he was going to get more smarmy and more, like solving racism and you know, <laughs> remember probably, when he did that he's yeah. probably going to have a match with a tree and end climate change you know like he was gonna <laughs> like i thought he was on the verge of the most amazing heel turn ever and like we say for whatever reason he uh he won't do it i just don't understand it i mean i never took cody rhodes in any other way other than being a heel you know he's he is the perfect heel but i i feel like everyone has the like mass psychosis where they're like oh he's brilliant he's the best face of wwe i'm like he's not though i mean and i guess i'm going back because i listened to some older shows where i kind of said similar things about john cena and i mean i don't i still think i was right um you know cena is a great actor he's a wrestler not so much um and he was really good as a heel and I, it's just basically my question is martin are, it's just is this just not for us and if not one, I mean, because it, it's grown adults that I'm seeing loving Cody Rhodes, like older than me. And I'm like, what? what? Is it the woe? Do, do you like, whoa? It's, it's, is that what it is? No, I mean, I like that too. We all know, it? we all know what it is. Like it's because he came over from AEW. That's how, what it is. That's what it is. Is that why like, grown men love Cody Rhodes? Cause that's a bit, but that's, but that's why the real diehard, Fed fans love him because he's the gay. Uh, he was the first one to like make no. the move in that no, direction. Mar- no, no, I don't believe he was, 
high up. Like he wasn't just an AEW guy. He was like the AEW was like one of the elite, one of the founders, and he made the move. Oh, and they took this as like a big victory over in, over AEW, a big endorsement of WWE. Like if you listen to some of the fans, the way they talk, like they hate AEW, they don't watch it. Everyone in AEW is crap. If that was true, that's not true we, either. That's not yeah, true. But, no, no, it's not. But if that was true, what should have happened when Cody Rhodes showed up is either A, nobody should have recognized them, or B, they should have been like, where's the, like you say, where's Stardust or where's the. That's but, what I've been saying. But they all knew him from his AEW character. So, yeah, like, it's the exact I think same that's character. why he's so, so over in WWE. Oh, you're probably right. I mean, look, if that's the case and you're listening to the show, one, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. But also, come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> By having that behavior, it means we're not getting Stardust. And I'm disappointed in that. Disappointed. I Look, if he comes out and, and, and even a Stardust half the time, totally cool. It's, it's the... I don't know. I just... Oh, what if we got just, Cody Cody on Raw and Stardust on SmackDown? Perfect. Perfect. Or even if he just hangs out as, as Stardust sometimes. I mean... He's look. actually... Stardust is more... You'd probably get dashing on SmackDown. Stardust would be more of an NXT type thing. Well, dashing is cool. I mean, look, it's the same problem, I think, with, you know, with, with WWE white meat baby faces, right? They reach a point where they're just... They're just kind of there. You know, there is no character. The character is, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a good guy. I'm a good person. And that's not a character. You know, it's, uh, it happened with Cena as well. I used to say it a lot with John Cena where, you know, he went from being a rapper to being a soldier to being like John Cena wins lol, right? And, and Was he ever actually in the military? No, he wasn't. I mean, Randy he, Orton. Randy Orton was, and then it kind of got a bit sketchy. But no, he got Cena dishonorably never discharged, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he deserted apparently. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> apparently, I don't really know. It, it, it's it, it, that's what the story is. But um, I know Sergeant Slaughter used to get in a bit of trouble because he was never in the military. Part just like not yeah. in any way. It wasn't even in like the National Guard. Or <laughs> but I don't even know how Cena like come up with that you know because it, it happened so like naturally where he was a rapper and then just kind of became no i think it's because he was in the marine and then just become he just started like doing military things but he never really had a character and i think the same things happened with cody rhodes i mean what is his character i i can't there isn't like a, he showed like he wants to fin- okay let's let's do it let's do it this way he wins at WrestleMania and finishes his story. Then what's his character? Well, like you say, he has issues with them um, with turning heel. So oh, no, 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 hold on, hold on. But what's his character? Where do you go from there? You're right. You're, he's writing himself into a box. Like, okay, when Triple H was, you know, doing his first heel run, his main thing was he was obsessed with the belt. He just wanted to win the belt and he would go through anybody to remain WWE World Champion because he's a psychopath, right? That's an incredible character and tells you everything you need to know. He's going to go through everybody. He's going to do whatever it takes to win. And all he cares about is that belt, right? That makes sense. 
Austin, he he he's he wants to fight Vince uh, and you know overcome him and become the world champion and, and drink you know, beer and drink beer, right? That makes sense. The Rock's the people's champion. A narcissist believe he owns the belt, right? Would do anything to win the belt, corporate champion, all kind of stuff, right? That makes sense. Cody, I want to finish. Okay, you've won it. Then what? Then you go home. Because <laughs> I mean, when you're gonna, if, if finishing your story, to me, and again, I'm just one person. When you finish something, it means you finished it. It it's it's done. So when he wins the battle, well, finish the story. What's the bet? He comes out on the Raw after Mania and says, "Like, uh, I guess it's time to start a new chapter." Oh, that's so lame! It could happen, yeah. <laughs> it's the type of thing he do. It, it, no, but I mean, it's so stupid. It's like, listen, if if it, it's not like he said, "I want to continue the story, continue my father's story," makes way more sense, right? Well, that'd be great if he does. Like, you know, if he imagine he he wins the title at Mania, and then oh yeah, I I did it. Yeah, he gets up on the turnbuckle, waves to the crowd, holds the belt aloft, and then when his music's finished playing, he just lays the belt down in the ring, just, <laughs> just goes, goes home, home, takes his boots off, just no. But I mean, that no, no, that was that was all I wanted to do. I mean, but that's kind of what they're setting up for, right? Where it's like. Because to me, when you finish something, it's it's done. You know, like, okay, well, that's not what that means. It's like, you can't just... And it's not even like he's been saying it for a little while. He's been saying it two years. You know, it's like, you can't just... Dude, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. And look, I defy anybody who's a massive Cody Rhodes fan in WWE to be like, he's great. Awesome. Please tell me. Uh, What's the new new email that we have, Martin? The rest Uh, of Rewind... NTK at gmail.com. That's oh, it. yes, yeah, yeah. So, NTK, if you want to email us, you can. You can also go to the wrestlingrewind.com and all the links are there. Tell me why you like Cody Rhodes. I want to know. I, I really do. I, this isn't a bit. I will bring you on the show <laughs> so you can tell me why you like him because I genuinely don't know. And I can't uh, do it. Just, just be careful with me. that, folks. It'll be like a. A uh, kind of a, a hostile, <laughs> a hostile, uh, less an interview and more uh, a kind of interrogation. <laughs> well, just shining the light. <laughs> you know what it is? Um, I, I, I just, I just, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. But look, so we, we, we do have a lot to get to this week. There was so much news. It was, it was wild, Martin. The, the news just does not stop here. And you know what? It's mad. So- and do you know it's weird because I feel like this the past two years I feel like every week we've been saying oh my god what a bloody insane week um, because even last week we were talking about it's crazy how much has happened and now in the space of the last week WWE have gone from on top of the world a multi-billion dollar deal with Netflix uh, you know the the biggest selling Royal Rumble ever um, you know their their main event. They're talking about having the Rock, and and within a week, all that's gone. CM Punk is injured. the The Rumble, I, I will review it later, but I don't know what you thought. But I didn't think it was great. Rumble, and, uh, sad face. The, uh, the Rumble, that, that, sad, that, that, face. sad face. Sad <laughs> face. And the bloody uh, allegations with uh, Vince McMahon that so, have now gone federal. So. It's like a, 
a crimi- an actual criminal case, like jail time now we're looking at. It's so why? So for our radio fans, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. But sometimes we have to cut stuff from the radio for obvious reasons. Last week was one of them. So if you listen to the show just on the radio, thank you so much. Um, but you probably missed a lot of what we talked about last week because I decided to cut in a segment all about Relic, which is killer spelled backwards, uh, in the middle of it because of how much detail we go into about these allegations. And like so, we weren't even like being funny with it or anything. It's no, just we were just that reading the, them. The detail on its own is, is that horrific. Yeah, so if you want to listen, it's up on the podcast, on the feed. You can go and check it out. Uh, and you again, really like, want a good miserable evening, yeah. And and sometimes and we do, ha- you know, sometimes that happens. So the shows are different sometimes for that reason. But so look, we'll start there. We'll start with the Vince McMahon um, update, I suppose. And it's not a bit or a joke because you can't really joke about this stuff. It, it is no, it's it's horrendous. it's more shocking as it goes on. Like we do this show, we are a comedy wrestling podcast, but. Jesus, I mean, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And and the update now, Martin, is, as you said, like a this is going to be a federal case. Is that what's happening? Yeah, so previously what uh, was happening was uh, McMahon, uh, John Laurinaitis, and WWE itself were being sued. It was a civil case um, by Janela Grant. But obviously the, the FBI have been watching this Um and I think the case might have been going ahead beforehand, but this has obviously pushed it into the uh, into the public uh, limelight. They're now pursuing uh, a federal criminal case against the uh, against Vince. Now it's just against Vince so far. It's not like the uh, it's not like the civil case where the WWE itself is being taken in. But there's a lot of uh, concern that you know, what comes out in the trial, even if it doesn't lead to other people being tried, um, could lead to Endeavour deciding that they need to they need to clean up and getting rid of a lot of influential people, including your own number one, not bully, I suppose, but your number one gay trips could be in a bit of bother. Not, not that there's allegations against him, but just that because he's um, uh, been kind of Vince's right-hand man for so long that uh, Endeavour might decide that they just want a clean slate and and get rid of anyone who has any connection. They might, but the only thing on that is him and Stephanie and Tony Khan vote against them. Nick Khan. Nick Khan. Did I say Tony? Sorry, Nick Khan. Khan. I'm sure Tony Uh, Khan did did vote against them. Yeah, I mean... But that, that, that might not be enough anymore like, like i yeah. say it all depends on what comes out in this case the thing um, about it is there has been no allegations no 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 like them. nobody's suggesting that there's anything against uh triple h or stephanie mcmahon or anything like that personally against them it's that endeavor apparently have uh, taken over companies before and um they don't take this stuff lightly at all like they're they can't they're i mean look of, their Look, modus operandi is to come in and just sort of clean the whole slate. Yeah, and they might. I mean, the thing about it is, it's like, from what I was reading, I wouldn't expect it to be that deep of a cut based on the fact that 
you know, what has happened where they voted against him, they did try to get him out, blah, blah, blah. But there are people there that would be known as Vince loyalists. Yeah. I do expect them to be gone. And I do expect yeah. them, I expect, I expect a lot of, I say, like, again, we don't know, but just from, from what the Observer has been saying from, from different sources, really, it seems like there are two distinct lines, if you want. There's people who may or may not have known and vote to get Vince out. There's people who knew and stuck with Vince. And Endeavor's problem here is, it is like, are you just going to get rid of both? From what you're saying, Endeavor's choice here really is, are you just going to not even bother with that and just wipe that slate completely? Just, yeah, just get rid or of everyone. Get rid of everybody, which um, you know, they could do. Or, well, or like, maybe just go we've with already, and this isn't obviously wasn't an Endeavor decision. This would have been um, Triple H and you know whoever else in the creative side of it. But mm. uh, Brock Lesnar has been. He was oh, removed yeah. from the Rumble, and he's yeah, he now was. been removed from all WrestleMania plans, all future plans of any kind. And all of his merch is 99% off. Is 99% off? Yeah. Seriously? Seriously. Oh, wow. So, I mean, if you ever, if, if you wanted a Brock Lesnar shirt, which, I mean, is probably bad luck right now, uh, you, you can get a 99% off, yeah. Now's the time, yeah. They're walking around in a... Chris Benoit t-shirt in the noughties. Some people did. Yeah, oh, it was a real Some people did. I mean, thing to do. Like. Yeah, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, this is, a, this is an ongoing situation. It's, as we're saying, like, we're recording this here on Friday, uh, the 3rd of February, just gone the 3rd of February, yeah. and there will be updates. <laughs> like, the minute and, we and finish recording, is, there will be updates. Yeah, and this is, Pure speculation. Like, yeah, we, no, no one will know. know until the actual trial starts and and people start being like subpoenaed and compelled to um to testify. And we've already seen it with John Laurinaitis. John yeah, Laurinaitis he, has he's, he's come turned, out and said he was a victim. Yeah, yeah, he's turned on McMahon. He's come out and said he's as much a victim as uh, Janella Grant, which I think is maybe pushing it a wee bit far. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Uh, 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 yeah look maybe not maybe maybe maybe, you weren't maybe not Johnny Ace maybe not Um, (laughs) but look as I said we we try to boil this down for you guys when we can we obviously tape on a Friday but there are certain things that just you know will come out um, before the next show so we'll keep you updated but that's where it is right now. I I'll mean, tell look, you what this... might uh, blow back on <laughs> on Stephanie if she's trying to get back on the board will be those uh, thank you Vince chants she led whenever he uh, retired. <laughs> retired in ridiculously oversized comical quotation marks. Yeah, look, the thing about wrestling is wrestling is weird. WDB is even more weird. <laughs> Again, look, as soon as Twitter discovers the attitude error. Oh, everyone is done. <laughs> one of our That's so this it. is this is almost like one of our slogans here that when Twitter discovers the attitude error, it's over. But that might be happening. So Tori Wilson did an interview with uh, Chris Van Vliet during the week, and she went into great detail about how like loads of the divas during the attitude era they hated the 
you know, the bikini competitions, the brand I saw this. matches. Yeah, I the, did, I saw this. Like, they were in tears, like, having to do this stuff. They were really put under pressure to do it. Like, it is starting to get mainstream attention. So we could oh, be... Man. <laughs> we could be heading towards what we've always warned about. Yeah, and I mean, it's obvious. When you go back and look at this, and I mean, like, when we cover old shows we, we cover them as they are and give context and it's just like how is this just not being exposed for for what it was <laughs> you know it's some of it's abhorrent it's, oh some of it's wild so like, like really it's is... not even like on its own it would be bad enough but some of the commentary that accompanies oh. it it's just i mean we we make we make a lot of, of accurate references to the character mark madden yeah yeah you know, the legally, the legally distinct, distinct character. character, as presented on on commentary, and then there's Jerry Lawler, who, you know, the whole sp- you never know what you're going to get with Jerry Lawler when he's on commentary. It could be grand, or it could be something. Could be the sure. the sort of cheeky jokester. Could be the creepy uncle. You never know. Exactly. You never really know. So <laughs> which way yeah, it's going to go? But that doesn't shock me. I mean, I can't believe it took them how long's Twitter around? Well, like. 15 oh, years? Easily, yeah. I'm just like, whoa, you just, just discovered the, the, the WDB network now, did you? Oh, well, okay. Strap in. Uh, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> you're going you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna to yeah, hear a lot. I bet you can see them now going through the network just frantically, like, deleting every, every <laughs> like, uh, before they go to Netflix, but every brand panties match gone, ballroom match gone, uh, Edge and Lita's live Love making session. Get oh, that yeah. off. They're like that's all gone. Um, I will make a reference to, it, but we're not going to explain what it is. HLA. Um, oh, yeah. That's a segment yeah. that's probably going to capture God. them. We're not going to get fact, into what that is, folks. Old episodes of Raw. Like that was on Raw. Time, yeah. By the time they put the old episodes of Raw on Netflix, when this deals go through, this deal goes through, future generations will be watching it and going, "God, Raw used to only be fifteen minutes long." That's like God. <laughs> It's two hours. They just had to cut out a lot of stuff. They're like, yeah, all of it's gone. It's like, what a raw from nineteen ninety nine is like five <laughs> Six minutes. Six minutes long. <laughs> With it's, ads. It's just an ad for Chef Boy, uh, Boy <laughs> RT, and that's it. That's all it is. <laughs> uh, it's just mankind and his pasta. <laughs> and then, that was a uh, weird episode of Raw where it was just match. mankind with pasta. Yeah. Um. But yeah, look, I mean. That doesn't shock me. It just shocks me that it took so long. But speaking of which, the WWE Network bringing to a point that we didn't talk about last week because it didn't happen. Uh, the WWE Network's gone away. Yeah. Like, this is the last year of the WWE Network. Yeah, globally, like, for globally, everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. so, obviously, US fans have been without it for a couple of years now. It is, and, like... I like <laughs> any long-term listeners will know I'm not shy when it comes to criticizing, particularly the corporate business side of of WWE. But the network is, if you're a wrestling fan, phenomenal value. It it's is yeah. really, absolutely really, absolutely, really is. Something. Like I say, I have the network and I don't even watch WWE anymore. Um, it's just such a treasure trove. It's nine ninety nine a month. Like you, you know, if you're not really hard up at all, like it's you forget about it altogether. 
Um, you know, it's it's the one massive loss. It's the one streaming service I do I do not mind paying for. No, no, because there's so much to it. Like it's li- it, like you're not just talking about your pay per views. You're talking about all the old WWE WWF stuff, all the old WCW stuff, all your old ECW stuff. They've got a smattering of different territories and different indies there and um you know you've got all the other programs most of them kind of crappy like the different interviews shows they do but some of them uh quite good like the uh stone cold sessions mm. is on it you know it's pretty good and but i mean the upside of that is like as i said last week it is just all held in an aws bucket somewhere so they're not deleting it they're just going to move it from one aws bucket could... to another could we steal this bucket and put it on our website as part of the the Rennet Patreon? <laughs> so don't give WWE $9.99 a month. Give us a Rennet, which is tenor backwards. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll load the entire network into a bucket and send it up to you. No, the only thing we can promise uh, when it comes to our Patreon uh, tier, the Rennet tier, is we will write you a backwards letter. Absolutely. Martin will write it for you. Handwritten. Handwritten. Backwards letter. So if you want to go over to your Patreon, and thank you for bringing it up, Martin, we have three distinct tiers. We have the X-Pac Euro, the legally distinct Bukili list, and the Rena tier. And Dara, that kind of brings us into another issue we had to talk about. Uh, one of our tiers has actually gone. Uh, because previously we had the punk penny tier, which was uh, you would pay us. So before punk showed up in WWE, the punk penny tier was you'd pay us a penny every day until punk showed up somewhere else. And then he did. Uh, but now that he's shown up, the punk penny tier changed to you pay us a penny every day until punk either storms out in a huff or gets injured. And he's gotten injured. So, see, here, what, what's that? We make about 70, 70 pence off that, didn't we? See, here's the thing, right? He is backstage on SmackDown at the moment. That, yeah, that's that's true. So, are this you, could be, are you no, still of no, no, the no, belief this is a, no, an angle? No, no, no. Here's the thing. I realize what I'm doing here because this is like this exactly, is what I did. This is what you did, right? <laughs> and then I'm gonna lay this out, and then all you can say is "go punk," right? So I I'm watched. Just... I watched brawl out going. My God, this is the best angle. This is the best promo they've done in ages. This angle's amazing. He's setting up like so many feuds. <laughs> you see, this is the problem with punk. You never really know if it's if it's real or not, right? And it usually is real. I just... <sighs> Do you know what I... Punk is? He's he's the anti-Eddie Kingston. So Eddie Kingston gets in the ring and he thinks what's happening in the ring is real. <laughs> Punk thinks what's happening backstage and on the mic is real. So he's, yeah, that's, that's true. He's the anti-Eddie Kingston. That's true. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll put it this way. I don't believe Punk is out of WrestleMania. In a, in a wrestling capacity? No, no. Uh, he will be at WrestleMania. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I do believe he's injured, right? I mean, a tricep injury, thankfully, I've never had it. It doesn't look fun. He's had it before. 
you know, I, there is a belief, and it's probably true, that Punk was supposed to win the Rumble, and they called an audible. That that seems realistic to me. Because um, in the fact that the mess around the main events now, it's caused where it's like, okay, uh, we didn't plan for this. Um, and Punk was like, look, I'm, only, I'm just going to let Cody have it. So I do believe he is injured, but I don't think Punk won't be there. I, th- I think Punk will be oh, at, the, at WrestleMania. He absolutely oh, will. A hundred percent he'll be there, but like he'll be there commentating or... Or hosting or doing an oh. angle. Or, and here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with you, Martin, right? That's kind of what I want from Punk. I don't... Because like, I mean, when he wrestles, he he gets injured. He he just banjaxes himself super easy. Really? And the sad part about it is I think he had the real... His promo was, was phenomenal on Raw. But I think he's maybe realized that it's like those 10 years that he spent being better. Uh, probably should have went and wrestled somewhere. Probably should have went and wrestled somewhere. <laughs> you know, where it's just like you, you literally the prime of your career where you could have actually built that legacy. Probably should have went back like and been like the biggest indie star in the world. Or even if just been like, right you know, went back and, and did WWE turn sooner or, you know, whatever, or stayed in AW or whatever. It, I think he's realized that those 10 years have actually caused, or, or then even maybe going to the UFC, all the training in the UFC and stuff like that, because that, that stuff is, it takes its toll, you know? Well, maybe he's, he, had, he's had four injuries in 13 matches. Now, yeah. remember, the last part of his um, AEW run was mostly... Apart from the Samoa Joe match, which we saw live, which we did, still might Thank- still might have been his last uh, televised wrestling match that we saw. By the way, uh, thank you so much for that. For anyone that doesn't <laughs> know, the only reason I was there is because of Martin. Oh yeah, the only reason. So thank regu- you so much, Martin. I'm a regular saint. Absolutely. Um, but uh, so setting that aside, of the last thirteen matches he's had, the most of them have been like multi-mans, tag matches, stuff like, stuff where, you know, it's not as big a toll on the body as a one-on-one match, and he still managed to get injured 14, sorry, four times in the last 13 matches, like. That's, those odds are genuinely horrendous. I mean, look, either he does the one match a year, like The Undertaker, which, I mean, that makes makes sense to me. You couldn't even put him in an angle in the run-up to Mania because no, he's no. so he, injury-prone. He's he's made a glass like, and it's like, how do you get injured in the Rumble? Like the Rumble's the easiest match <laughs> there is. Well, I mean, did he, he get injured walking out, getting out of bed? Like, you know? yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, I, rem- I remember when I was in a Canada. Now, to be fair, I was working in underground pipes at the time, but I messed up my back, uh, and whenever anyone would ask, I would say it was. I was working in like a real low hanging pipe and I had to shovel it out. But what really happened was I just stepped off the curb crossing the road one day in a weird way. And my back just went, bye. See ya. (laughs) See ya. Good luck. I won't be back. Um, Yeah, 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 it can happen. Yeah, but the thing about it is, is like when he has... When he has that, um, when he has that level of injury, like I, I would blame WWE on this 
because they should have been like, okay, looking at your AEW run, you've been injured this amount of times. We'll just have you talking and you can talk as much garbage as you want from here to here. You're working WrestleMania season and that's it. Right. That's what I would have done. I would have been like, right. Yeah. Well, that funk. probably, that was, like, I mean, like, that sounds like that was the plan because he showed up, don't forget, he showed up in November. November, and yeah. The Royal Rumble at the end of January is the first time we've seen him in the ring. Yeah. And I would say, I would say he didn't have, he was going to do the Royal Rumble and then he probably wouldn't have had another match until Mania. That's probably, yeah, but I mean, like, looking ahead now, right? If WWE, if WWE are going to use him in this way, I think the only way you use Punk really is he wrestles once a year at WrestleMania and that's it. Yeah. And you haven't, you haven't come out, talk. Because that's Punk's biggest appeal is, is the promo, is talking. Yeah, you know, but like at some stage, like the promos are great, that's fine. But at some stage, you have to back them up. Yeah, once a year. It's a bit of a. I mean, like I say, if he's only showing up at WrestleMania season, if he's only showing up. Because they need. Go with me here for a second, right? They don't have an Undertaker to, to be this attraction once a year. If you make Punk that attraction, you're right. Okay, everyone's going to make Gansy loads of money. Doesn't really matter if he gets hurt. Because he has a full year to recover. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there put in an exploding ring barbed wire death match. Yeah, I mean, that's it. He can kind of do whatever he wants and has the full year to go around. And then, honestly, as silly as it sounds, it's not that silly because he is getting up. It just shows you how much his body actually went through. Like, his body is, is, falling, is falling apart it, around I him. I think it, it lends credence to my theory and and again i freely admit that i um i'm not uh, a, a punk fan but i don't say this out of like like slagging or spite writing i think a big part of the reason he blew up his aw contract was because he just couldn't hack the the pace and the style in aw you know like it's so much more in ring focused than than WWE, like you couldn't show up in AEW in November, and coming into February still not have had a match, you know. Yeah, it's it would be too it would be too difficult um, to do it. But I mean, he could do it. Like, it's, just a, it's like you say, it's he, just a different style of. It's a different style. Different I mean, like, it well with Collision, I think he found his way around it with with the multi man matches. And yeah, maybe that's people, why it was booked really that way. Or, them, you know? Yeah, but look, look, it is what it is. I mean, I think he he knew he has that awareness of what's going on. Uh, again, WWE should have had this awareness to be like, we know what he's like. We know. the. But again, maybe they were like, oh, my God, you know, let's just make sure he doesn't go off on a mad one. <laughs> first. Yeah. And they're like, oh, his body's in bits, too. OK, <laughs> well. Stick him in the rumble. You couldn't possibly get injured in the rumble. Throw him in it. <laughs> they they learn. You know, and the thing is, this is a multi-year investment. I would say, look, with, with Punk being the way that he is now, um, that's the way I would do it. I'd be like, look, he works, Royal Ro- makes an appearance at the rumble, talks garbage for three months, four months, has a match on WrestleMania, and that's it. And here's the thing, like, could be for a belt, could be for no belts doesn't really matter punk is kind of beyond the belt at this point he he, he really is like 
he doesn't need it. I mean, Pop, he could pops, walk out with he could walk out the real with, with the real world champion. That'd be hilarious. Um, but <laughs> Punk's match uh, at WrestleMania every year could be a bit like um, do you know when a plane's coming in to land and mm. they don't have their landing gear, so they line the runway with ambulances and fire <laughs> engines and stuff. Punk's one match a year could be like that. They could have the St John's ambulances just lying in the runway, <laughs> ready to scoop them out. But the thing about it is, it's like. I mean, if that's if that's your gig, that's not a bad gig. And the thing of it is, that's where I'd be going. I'd be like, look, you know, whoever's booking at this point, they should be like, we can make serious bank on this guy the entire year, but people want to see him at Mania. And that's what you need to do. So well, if nothing else they've learned from look, this. Um, whatever Punk's paid on his contract, and I'm sure it's big money, I'd say they've already made it back in T-shirt sales alone. You know, so. Oh, man, I have bought a hoodie. <laughs> I have bought a long sleeve. I have bought the return, and I haven't finished yet. I, I like. I'm already like gung ho. Like he is. He's and I say he's at Mania. He will be at Mania. Mark my words. Yeah. And I'll probably buy more CM Punk. The only wrestling merch I have bought this year, right? Or or in in past couple of years, an NWO shirt, and CM Punk shirts from AEW and WWE. That's it. Um. That's it. I, I I have to say I did find it a little bit difficult when news of the injury came through to control my Schadenfreude, but I was genuinely sad for um, yourself and Dave, you know, because like it's a big deal to go and to see your favorite wrestlers live, and particularly at WrestleMania, and it's a it's an opportunity. Like even with Dave, he's living in the US. It's an opportunity you only get so many times in your life, and sure for us here in Ireland, like it's even less than. So I was genuinely um, sorry for yourself and Dave, but like but you say, he'll, then, he'll be there. Yeah, but then again, I did already get to see him have a match far superior to any match you'd see anywhere else with Samoa Joe. Bloody Jones. good match as well. So I mean, that it, was a great match. That was a at phenomenal all, match, and it was an opener, which was even more bizarre. You know, but now we know why. But like, the, what I'd say is, look, Pung not being there would have sucked. It would have put a damper on it. But the fact that he probably will be there anyway, that's fine. I mean, look, everyone wants to, look, you just want the pop, right? That's all. Yeah. That, you just want the pop. He comes out, hopefully he doesn't hurt himself getting into the ring, which would be, <laughs> you know, I mean, how bad is it? Like, you know, how, how in bits are are you? Punk, the know? original uh, the original idea for Mankind was that he would be uh, led to the ring, like basically wheeled down in one of those uh, <laughs> Hannibal Lecter, um, like do the wheelbarrow, the use of yeah. Hannibal Lecter tied into it. Yeah. So Mankind would be wheeled down to the ring in it and his manager would like open it and run away. <laughs> they could do something like that for Punk, except it's just, it's a cotton wool. It's just, <laughs> it's like an Amazon package. It's just, <laughs> He's just wrapped in loads of cotton wool and crumpled paper and stuff. And, <laughs> and then they let him out. And... I, look, I don't know how you, like, it's, it is concerning. I mean, when your job is to go in and fall down. Oh, he's got to be. That's like, bad. He's got to be looking at this going, four injuries in 13 matches. I have to change this. Yeah. You know, like, look again. You know, the final point on this is if I'm booking this, if, if I like CM Punk is a massive draw, phenomenal. As I said, look, I can't even help myself. 
I can't. I'm going to buy more merch. It's just going to happen, right? And I already know this, and it just is what it is. I just can't help myself, right? Um, but if I'm booking this show, and I'm like, right, we have Punk, who's a massive draw, like genuine massive draw. You have to use him correctly, and how you use him correctly is he works once a year, and that's it. <laughs> he, shows, he, he shows up on Raw once a month, but it's only to flog his latest limited edition T-shirt that I buy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that's it. He just show up, say some words, flog a T-shirt, do commentary, whatever. You know, have a vignette or something, have a backstage. You know, there's all the things he can do. Uh, he doesn't have to be as mysterious as Taker because obviously Taker's gimmick is the gimmick, and then that's it. Punk can still probably go in the ring and his match like his, the Rumble performance was quite good but you know he got injured so if you're working with that going right at least you'll get the match out of him he did but even before he was injured he was he gassed was gassed like. gassed yeah he, yeah man but like you know but he, like here ring fitness and I like whenever I bring up in ring stuff um, from experience it's not like letting on that I was uh, big time wrestler and I was not I was very much a trainee in an Irish indie and never got very far but uh, ring fitness is absolutely a thing uh, the amount of people who I saw come into wrestling that come into training the first couple of times who were incredibly fit people really fit really strong you know maybe they come from other sports or or whatever and get into the ring and see once they start bouncing off those ropes yeah gassed in two minutes it's just a completely different type of fitness and the oh, only yeah. way to keep it is to do it i believe it i mean I, look i've never had a match um i fought competitively uh, yeah. that, and it and sparring like two minutes is a long time oh it's, it's uh, so, like, so unbelievably long but you know and there is a point when you're just absolutely exhausted and that's two minutes you know as, and I, I think it's, it's partly part fitness you know for me it's partly down to the ropes because it's, I believe um, you, it. Yeah, you come off them yeah. running slightly faster than you're able to run, <laughs> you know. Uh, and it does. And the wind like, is getting uh, knocked out of you as well. Oh yeah, you, like every time you land on your back, it's it's a it's a totally different kind of fitness. And like you say, even if Punk for ten years was training every day, running every day in the gym every day, if you're not wrestling, you just don't have ring fitness. Yeah, and look, and that's it. I mean. You know, I've seen people who run a lot or whatever, and then you go in and you fight them, and they're completely gassed. And you're yeah. just like, how, "How are you? How are you more?" You know, it just doesn't make sense. And then I'd imagine in the ring, because it is that level again, where it has these different factors—the ropes, taking bumps, and then just actually getting, you know, doing a physical activity. There are oh, these yeah. different elements that people even, just may not know. See, even getting to the ring because so much of it is character, like you have to come down and you have to be... Didn't that happen when you're in WrestleMania? When they were totally destroyed? Oh my God, yeah, you have to come down to the there. ring like shouting and cheering and screaming and cheering out. Like you get into the ring, you're bloody wrecked. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, like, I believe it. And the thing about it is like Punk, the last match he had was that all in, right? And that was what, August? So August, August, September. Yeah, he, he had that house show with. Uh, oh yeah, with Dominic Mysterio. With, with yeah, Dan, yeah, yeah. But I, I've seen fan camera footage of it, and it was, it was very house show. Like the two of them okay. just went out and 
and arsed about, you know. So let's say, right, August, September, October, November, December, January. January. That's, that's six months. That's six months. That's a long time. That's half a year of, you know, and I, I was watching the, the thing he did because they were filming the whole time. You know, he was in NXT training with the lads and he looked pretty good. Um, and I went back and watched the match again. It looks like he got injured on DDT from uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. So, like, even, even that's that worrying. Bad. See, that would indicate that it's uh, maybe the issue he has there is a recurring issue. Yeah, because wasn't it the same? Was it the same tricep that blew out last time? Yeah, like maybe that's because he didn't particularly come down on top of it or anything like that. Maybe that's just like a just something he's prone to. They might have to just tape it up every time he goes out. Yeah, I mean, like he was able to finish, finish the, the match. Thing, oh yeah, so. but like, look, I don't know. It's if I was again just to because we are almost that time here for the for for the radio but if i was looking at this whoever's booking wwe at the point you're like look either we, we figure out what is going on and he takes some time to actually figure this out or it's once a year and that's the only smart thing because here's the thing like i mean I, I i bought tickets for wrestlemania to go see cm punk wrestle that that's that's the truth of it right yeah um, i i i went to go i went to all in to see punk wrestle right that's it right? that they are true statements but I'm I'm less sad because he will be there uh, still. But again, like I'm probably not the only one that bought tickets for WrestleMania to go see CM Punk wrestle. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. And, I, and I know they're like, oh, card is subject to change. It's like, absolutely. I mean, but if you were the only one who bought a ticket to, see, to WrestleMania CC on Punk Wrestle, they have massively overpaid for, <laughs> for his contract. Absolutely. And so they're look, like, I, no, no, no. We need Dara there this year. We're gonna <laughs> give you three million a year. <laughs> but here's the thing: they're probably aware that yeah, okay, as we a wrestler, that horrendous rub. <laughs> but yeah, like it's they have to. This is a problem they're gonna have to solve because, like, obviously, like they have Punk locked into a contract here. Yeah, they they have the whole morality clause on because so he's not he doesn't want to go. They just have to figure a way how to actually use him and his body not collapse. Amputate the arm and repackage him as like the one-armed bandit. CM Punk. I don't even think they'd let him wrestle though. That's the problem. He like they can't. Yeah, they, had let a, him... they had a one-leg wrestler a couple of years ago. That's true. That's a very good point. No, yeah. Martin. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking this semi-seriously. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this could work. It's like. <laughs> Folks, I think on that point we're gonna we're gonna end the radio show here. We'll be back after this short break. I can't believe that's how we're ending the radio segment, but that's how we're doing it. Um folks, if this is your first time checking it out, thank you so much for listening to us here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. Martin, is there anything you want to plug before we, we go over to the podcast? No, give us a euro. Stick them up, I'm the one-armed bandit. <laughs> the Patreon is over on um TheWrestlingRewind.com You can find all the links there Yes, we would very much appreciate A Renit tier That would be nice Renit is tenor spelled backwards And you get a handwritten letter From a Martin Handwritten Folks. backwards On beautiful Scented paper By which I mean After I write it I'll spray it with links <laughs> uh, Just like real quality Unique uh, stuff here folks 
There you go. High quality. Only the best. Only the best. Folks, we'll be back after this short break. If you're listening on the podcast, if you're not, we'll see you next week here on the Wrestling Rewind. Bye, guys. Keep our list. You have nothing else to do on a Saturday? Do you like nerd things? Now check out Nerd to Know Basis here on Phoenix 92.5 FM, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. And then head over to nerdtoknowmedia.com for all of our shows as part of the Nerd to Know Media Radio Network. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. All right, everybody. That was a botch. That was a fucking Sin Cara botch. Um, you were watching with some Sin Cara, weren't you? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Saw some of that. Oh, the different variations and the and the. the I, I was actually really impressed when he would jump into the ring until I found out that there's a wee, uh, there's a wee trampoline. And that they always recorded his voice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Welcome back. We are the Wrestling Rewind, and we're going to talk about WWE Royal Rumble 2024. The first time, so I googled this, right? Hold on, first... Darren. Sorry, before you, before we get into this, uh, I'm telling you, there's there's potential here. So, have you ever seen Fall of the House of Usher? No. Okay, it's it's brilliant. You should watch it. It's based on. Uh, uh, number of Edgar Allan Poe short stories. Oh yeah, yeah. It's on my but list. It's on my list. A, phenomenal Irish actress in it and three years ago she wasn't an actress at all, she's a hairdresser and then she had some terrible accident uh, like playing football uh, where <laughs> Sorry, her, I'm not laughing about that, I'm <laughs> laughing because I know where this is going Go on. where her, her foot got infected and she ended up having to have her leg amputated, right? But she started doing TikToks I can't remember her name now, but she started doing TikToks and now she's like a massive actress so if she can become like a huge Hollywood star with one leg, Punk can wrestle with one arm. And they have precedent when it comes to uh, surgery because Dustin, not Dusty, Dustin Rhodes playing Goldust offered to get actual real life breast implants and they were thinking about it. So it's not outside the realm's possibility. I think maybe tape. Like just tape his arm up. I think that might be a better solution than, than amputating the man's arm. Just I recently discovered physio tape because I after the competition last week, my my side was uh was yeah. kind of in bits, and I actually started Get using that, physio uh, tape and other mint. Yeah, I started using physio tape, and it was brilliant, and I could still train. Um, so maybe they could just like use a bunch of that instead of like the amputation. Think so. There's no gimmick. You can't come out and be like, oh, I'm the physio man. <laughs> you know, to come out and be like, I'm the one-armed bandit. Definitely. No, I, I think I, I'm on What I'd say is that, you know, it didn't work for Zach Gowan. <laughs> he, just, he just had a bad time. You think that's why he did it? Do you think he only did it to stand out? No, I think Vince probably hired him to, like, you know, take advantage of it. Because, I mean, you're you going back and watching do you think Vince came in in one of his like moods and just like <laughs> had your man's leg cut off or like drove over his leg or something? And then the only way he's like, listen, pal, 
You don't need a lawyer. <laughs> I'm going to put you in the ring with Brock Lesnar. I'm going to make a star out of you. It's like the thing from The Simpsons. You know, it's like, if you're not careful, Vince is coming back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, there was a good, there was a good, I put it in our group chat, there was a good meme. It was like, um, uh, Punk is in the hospital and he's, he's Millhouse. And it's like, Drew McIntyre is talking to like the, the team. He's like, you know, there's a, there's a young punk in the hospital. I know because I put him there. <laughs> and he just cuts back to it's just like, we better be careful because I hope the team wins because Drew's coming back. <laughs> I have to tell you, for all our non-Irish fans out there, the absolute best, it's so bizarre, the absolute best wrestling memes of the past month have all been happening on the Father Ted meme page on Facebook. <laughs> it's a, so many, like, such a crossover between wrestling fans and Father Ted fans, apparently. It is wild. But, uh, yeah, if you don't know what Father Ted is, watch it and then get on the uh, <laughs> the Father Ted. I think they call it feck posting. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I can't, there's a specific wrestling one as well, I can't remember, but it is pretty good. Um, you know, it, I don't know. There's a part of me that like is is like disappointed as a punk fan, but then I'm also kind of like, this is kind of hilarious at the same time because it's not that he deserves it. It's just kind of deserves it. You know what I mean? I, I had it, a, I, I like look at the end of the day, a real life person getting hurt. Oh, that, that's horrible. Yeah, you don't, you don't actually want someone getting hurt, but I mean, but but punk. <laughs> I did. I did. It took me a lot of discipline to control my Schadenfreude whenever it happened. Yeah, no, it's just kind of. It's just like, oh my god, like it's it's exhausting being a fan of this guy. Like it's like, oh, at one point, you, you know, because like, you love him, but then you're also like, oh my god, you just this is a disaster. Like just in general, like the whole AW run is unbelievably hilarious, but also it's really upsetting at the same time because you're like. How did you throw this all away? Yeah, and for nothing. For it's Jungle even Book. worse because parts of it are sensational. Like I, I still think the MJF feud is one of the best wrestling feuds of the past twenty years. Maybe one of the but best it, wrestling feuds but it, ever. But even the match with Samoa Joe at All In, like that should have been something where we're like, damn, that was one of the best things to happen in wrestling in years. And and it's a footnote. Them didn't hold back. Like Joe, no, they were goes killing in each there other. and batters fools, you know. But it's a footnote to him going in and baiting Jungle Boy for no reason. Ah. Also, also, okay, hold on a minute. How weak is Jungle Boy that he couldn't just hit Punk's arm and it explodes? That's, yeah, but he probably didn't know. Do you know, like, when you go in against, uh, when you're playing Zelda, you come up against the boss <laughs> and it's a huge tank or, like, big armored spider and you're like, oh, God, I wonder where its weak spot is. Maybe it's that huge glowing eye in the middle. <laughs> you know, like, maybe, maybe he didn't know about Punk's huge. Huge glowing arm. I mean, just give him a little smack and the arm explodes. Like, I mean, Jungle like Boy, a, come on. Even coming into the arena in the in the morning, you're like a friendly <laughs> punch in the shoulder. <laughs> ah, good man. Glad to see you. <laughs> ah! <laughs> it exploded again. Boom. <laughs> what was that loud pop? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Huge pop. But no, I mean, when I was Googling Raw Rumble to get the card up, right? Um, yeah. It has the first thing that pops up is literally behind the scenes. CM Punk's emotional week before the Royal Rumble. And you're like, God damn it. 
why are you taunting me like this? WWE. Well, at, at least he, like you say, I think I actually think it is confirmed that he's still going to be at Mania. So because I was I was like on the edge to buying tickets to go to the Rumble, and I was like, oh no, I'll wait for WrestleMania because Punk will be there. But then again, I would have been more pissed to watch Cody Rhodes win. So <laughs> yeah, you still like I would have been, I would have been unhinged. Like <laughs> there would have been a video of him dragging me out. Like. <laughs> you know that video of the guy screaming at, Co- at like Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? Yeah. That would be me with Cody going, Where'd you start us? Fuck what? you! Your fucking dad and your fucking story! <laughs> so, I mean, I think that was probably that was probably a, a good thing, but you know, I do think Dara was screaming, I didn't fly here from Ireland to watch Dusty's kid. <laughs> well, I won't be. Look, mark my words, folks. At WrestleMania, I will be in the concession stand when Cody Rhodes is wrestling. But what are you going to do next year when I, like, as a kind of a social experiment, I get you tickets to WrestleMania next year and the main <laughs> event is Punk v. Cody? Oh, I don't think they'd do that, do you? I think they'd do as that. As a social experiment, I'm going to do that just to see. <sighs> like, it'd be like when, a, when you ask a computer, like a, like a logical uh, conundrum and it can't <laughs> compute <laughs> It just starts sparking and then its head explodes. <laughs> that's such a hard, oh god, that's such a hard choice. I really hope that doesn't happen. That'd be like, yeah. uh, you, know you don't have to worry about it. He'll, you know what we need? He'll get injured before he gets the. <laughs> no, do you know what? Any, any. No, do you know what we need? We need that blue dot technology. Oh, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Right. So look, I mean, I watched the rumble. I didn't watch it live because I was prepping for the competition. So. I genuinely know what you're talking about now when you're like, oh, I don't go on social media. Because, I mean, I usually I don't care, but the Rumble, it's the I, Rumble I will always watch live because it's the Rumble, right? So I usually don't mind about spoilers, but this is the first time I actually, like, cared about spoilers. And, man, oh, it's genuinely trying to do it. It's so it's difficult. Tough. I, uh, tough. I removed all wrestling from my uh, Instagram from my Facebook um, I made sure that like do you know when you start up your phone it shows you the news that oh, doesn't show fucking, me yeah, that, that I, I me made well. sure everything uh, doesn't have any the only thing that I have wrestling on is Twitter oh no comes, but you know what sorry you know what's worse right uh, YouTube video notification oh YouTube yeah YouTube. that's what got, that's what and like I I was just like no what will get me is my phone right so i i just had the ipad on i was watching the ipad and then i turned the phone on after it and the first thing that popped up i think was sports kedia and then oh. a thumbnail from youtube and i was just like fuck <laughs> well, I, like i so i had removed all of them gotten rid of everything and uh, uh this was i didn't know this was happening but i sat down to watch dynamite a couple of years ago because saying oh, it was a big dynamite and there's going to be a couple of a couple of surprises on it blah. so i avoided everything and i s- didn't see it the whole day so i didn't get to watch it live i had to go to work and the next evening i sat down to watch it i'd avoided my phone for the whole day and just as i sat down to watch it i got an email thinking it might be work and opened the email and it's buy the new sting aew oh. t-shirt like, oh my god there's literally no getting away from 
No, I mean, the, the only solution, the only solution that I found was just, you know, neutral platform, watch it, and then that's it. The only way you can do it. So, I mean, I, I woke up, um, I woke up at six in the morning, start stretching, watch the rumble, and then watch the, watch the second rumble, and then it went off and competed and came back and watched the rest of it. For anyone uh, who doesn't know why Dara's talking about stretching and competing, Dara is actually a competitive burlesque dancer. So that's whenever he talks about competitions or anything like that, that's what he's that, doing. That, that's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I wish. I wish it would have been good money and a lot less painful. There's more money and a lot less painful. But uh, yeah, so I mean, might, this was we, a weird. This we might was have a better weird... luck with OnlyFans than Patreon. There you go. Um, it was the only rumble that I've had this experience with because, like, as I said, normally I just stay up and watch it live. So. It was it was a different kind of atmosphere, um, and I'll be honest with you, I was disappointed. I was disappointed. Like the women's rumble actually was pretty good. We we'll get to that in a second, but the men's rumble, there were no surprises. Uh, there really wasn't, uh, except for obviously no. no Brock Lesnar. But that wasn't a surprise. That was more like, oh, we can't have him. Um, they got rid of him, and you know, Braun Breaker did the spots. There was Pat McAvee. You know, apparently he didn't know that he was going to be in it. So there was one or two little, like, for yeah. uh, what's a force, force to force, force to mirror, Is that it? The juror? Oh, for, uh, force majeure. Force, yeah. for, force, force majeure. Yeah, like where they kind of had to make changes, but there was no like, you know, no RVD. There was no Kevin he, Nash. He was on. He was on dynamite. This he week. was on dynamite, but that's what I mean. There was no like. I'll tell you oh, what man, as well, you for up. a 52-year-old fella, he can go, and he's still doing, like, a really um, high-impact style. Yeah, but, I mean, the thing about it is, get like, but, like, yeah, he doesn't get injured, but, like, there was nothing... Vince, you know what it is? His what? whole thing is smoking weed, and Punk's mm. whole thing is straight edge. Yeah. That's what it is. That could be it. Yeah. He just needs to relax. Be. Yeah, Punk is like the most wound up guy in the world from like if yeah. anyone could do it a drink. It's... Maybe actually, yeah, maybe. I mean like even look at Jericho. Jericho's off there killing songs like Yeah, these horrific covers and he's you know fifty odd. He's still fifty odd doing all right. Still falling down and not getting injured, you know what I mean? But yeah, look even looking at this, Karen, we won't go through the whole the whole uh, entry list, but there was no one there who was like, Oh man. That was a shocker. That was a surprise. It was just kind of like yeah. Well, even the surprise numbers. people knew were coming, like uh, Andrade. I think everyone yeah, knew. Yeah, that was a surprise. I mean, you were just waiting for him to show up, and he didn't look Andrade. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's it's. I don't like saying it about him because he is a very good wrestler, but the problem is that we're in an era now where kind of everyone's a very good wrestler, so it's yeah, not like, really. Enough, Carrie. I you know who was cool actually. Like, uh, Carrie and Cross, they've really done a good job like rehabilitating him. Yeah, I didn't get it so much with him, but I thought, uh, thought Bron Breaker gave a ah, yeah. great account of himself. But that's because Bron Breaker got the Brock Lesnar spots, yeah. But he was believable in doing them, you know. You could put was, something yeah. there to do the Brock Lesnar spots. You know, and who isn't believable in doing them? But it's like, well, I mean, he's Scott Steiner's son, like. Oh yeah, he's got. Or the, Rick Steiner's son. He's one of the Steiner sons. So I mean, he's got come the on, like, he's, he's a Steiner. Like, I don't know why you just don't call him 
you know, Steiner, Braun Steiner. I think, uh, yeah, there was some, <laughs> I think the Steiner brothers <laughs> were looking, they're a bit like, a, um, what, what do you call the band who does Final Destination or Final Countdown? Oh, Europe? Europe, yeah. Uh, I think the money they look for Final Countdown is insane. Really? Which is why Brian Danielson has only ever used it once, because I think they almost bankrupt Tony Khan. <laughs> Oh my god! Paying for it, and I think the Steiners were doing a similar thing where they were like, "Yeah, yeah, you can use the name, but it's going to cost you." <laughs> that's terrible. They were like, "No, that's that's half our Netflix deal." <laughs> They're going to hold back their own family's <laughs> career. Or Scott Steiner was like, "I want a seat on the board." It's like, "No, God no, <laughs> company will be TNA gave me a shut seat down on the board by tomorrow." <laughs> oh man. But yeah, like when I was watching this, there was no one that I didn't expect, and there was no one that shocked me. And I think that, like, as a now look, I know people are like other oh, rumbles, but you watch it for those moments, even if it's a you know a ridiculous run or something. And the Pat McAfee kind of thing was funny, but it was a massive waste. And I like Pat, I really do. Um, I think the commentary team on Raw and SmackDown now was like better than it's been in like ever. Since uh, the Archie Dara book, uh, permanent now, isn't he? The he is permanent now, yeah. Time commentator, yeah, yeah. They actually he, managed, he kind managed of annoyed to... me a little bit, um, because like you say, his commentary is what I like about his commentary is that it doesn't sound like the real forced, just uh, catchphrase spew and stuff that Michael Cole does. Um, he does sound like a guy who's watching a, a thing and reacting to it. But the problem is he sounds like a guy who's watching the thing and reacting to it who has done absolutely no research <laughs> whatsoever. Like he literally just rocks up on the day and agrees to commentate. And uh, I don't know. I, uh, I kind of like that though. Yeah, I mean, there's it's kind of like the, um, again, you haven't been baptized enough in TNA to really appreciate the Don West. I call this the Don West approach. Yeah, where yeah. It, someone just loses their mind about what they're watching and Don West there was no one better than Don West at that so I mean Pat McAvee is like modern day Don West um, but he has to be in there with someone of the caliber of the professor and uh, yeah can, Mike Tanay Michael Cole is not play <laughs> so, the other yeah play the other part of that yeah uh, but look what did you think of the rumble obviously I believe Punk was supposed to win this and he probably was going to win it, but got injured and obviously went to Cody. Uh, what uh, do you think about the men's rumble? Thinking, oh, the men's rumble specifically. Uh, specifically. I, think, I think a couple of guys gave good accounts of themselves. Uh, like I said, Braun Breaker being the main one. Um, I think the ending is interesting. Um, overall, though, I, I didn't think... As a rumble, it was very good. Uh, like you said, there was a lack of surprises. There was a lack of big, big pops at an entrance. You know, when there was a, you know, a certain name that you didn't expect, or maybe like a, a veteran who could come in and, you know, someone you haven't seen in years, but you know, they only have to come in for a couple of minutes. Like the the rumble is so long that you can have parts of it be funny, be comedy, be just feel good. Triple H can be a little bit po-faced and overly serious sometimes um overall though yeah there was no 
even big spots like uh, a huge part of the the fun of the rumble used to be like seeing some of the ludicrous ways like for example the Kofi Kingston would escape being thrown out you know like he'd bounce off the commentator's table and jump up on the like the barrier and then leap back in and you know like there was it was varied and uh, there was a lot to it this rumble it was 30 guys came in they did a lot of rumble wrestling you know a lot of in the corner stuff and uh I, I don't know if it was the injury or what, but I didn't get the excitement a lot of people seem to get from the Punk Cody showdown at the end. I think it's ma- it's mass psychosis that people have with Cody. <laughs> exactly, Genuinely, yeah. I, I think they just convinced themselves that it's good. Yeah. Because, I mean, I didn't get anything. I, I didn't don't get see anything it. from this. People I don't went see on. It. People went on about the uh, the Punk Cody promo, um, not the the one he did this week where he retired. I think we talked about this last week. The one where him and Cody had a face to face, and everyone's going on like promo of the decade they're talking about. And I looked it up and watched, and it, well, it was the same thing. It was Punk doing his tepid talk and Cody talking about his dad. It was the same stuff they've been doing since November. Yeah, you know, but again, like you said, some a lot of it comes down to taste. You know, maybe it's just not for me. Yeah, look, I mean, if the rum, if you know, I don't really want to say bad things about Triple H for obvious reasons, but <laughs> if this is the way he books a rumble, I don't want him to book a rumble again because this is very, very poor. And I don't think it was him that booked it. I think it was, funny enough, I think it was the TNA guys that actually booked it. I think Abyss and a few ex-TNA guys booked this. So, this was really bad. Um, See, like they're it was, usually pretty good, though. They've booked like, a lot of like, uh, like acclaimed, really acclaimed matches. That's what I was surprised by. I just think, you know, it's just a dud. You know, and it it could, could have been a combination of the one to play it really safe because of the allegations or or whatever, but even if it had, I think what what they've done here is instead of having your veteran surprise spot, they fill it with NXT guys or unaffiliated. Like Andrade, they probably were like, oh, you know, that's a surprise. It's like, no, it's not. Uh, almost <laughs> everyone, a surprise. It's like, no, it's not. Knew that was coming. McAvee's a surprise. No, it's not. I mean, like, again, look, this could be a lessons learned kind of thing, and it is just kind of a dud. Um, but that being said, the women's rumble was the complete opposite. The women's rumble, I thought, and it's funny actually. Um, it, it's it's kind of been a bit of a trend, really, that the women's rumble in recent years has been the standout. Now, look, did I know all the women that showed up? No, I I didn't. Um, a lot of them are from uh from Raw, really, and I don't really watch the women's division in Raw as closely as I probably should, and that's on me. But, a couple of NXT ones as well. A couple of NXT ones as well, and I had no idea who they were. However, we were right. We were correct in what we said. I did say a TNA wrestler would show up. Yeah. I had a feeling this was probably a strong a strong shout, and I was also right that Bailey would win. Um, but we saw probably one my of the moose, best. My bloody moose tip never came off. I was I know, that I know, I was good for you. Um, but you weren't really too far wrong because... Indeed, a world champion did show up. Oh, it just true, so happened yeah. to be the women's champion from TNA, 
Jordan Grace showed up and gave a bloody great account of herself. Oh, she was like, fantastic. Now, looked fantastic. I do have some backstage um, segments on this. So apparently, this all came together on Saturday. Wow. So she was told, hey, do you want to go wrestle in the Rumble? Scott Demore rang her. It's literally mad. Like, like you day. think with, with these, uh, these kind of crossover deals with Endeavor and all that, that there would be, you know, maybe some greater levels of, uh, of you know, uh, linkage or, or cross-company communication. Well, apparently it wasn't even that. It was just like they thought it was a joke at first. And then they're like, actually, no, come on. So, because it's so unbelievable, because that door ha- was very, you know, not only closed, it was like welded shut. And from what Jordan said, that like, unlike when Mickey James showed up, Mickey James is already there. She was like an established star in WWE. Yeah. Jordan Grace was never in NXT. She literally came from TNA. So, you know, and, and the thing about it is, it's like, when I saw Jordan wrestle the first time, it was it was at the Impact tapings. Um, in Glasgow, and she was unbelievable. And this is oh. before she won the belt. So she yeah. is genuinely not only a mega star, but she is like a proper, proper prospect to watch. So oh, I if thought, I was TNA, I'd be re-upping her contract and you know giving her whatever she wants because, um, like WWE really put her over, and I assume put her over going a couple of years down the line. We might send you an offer you know absolutely but i mean it also really shows um the style of the tna's division like this match specifically was worked like a tna knockout match oh yeah she uh who everyone she was in the ring with she outshone them oh yeah like although i noticed that they were now uh i'd say they did they were very careful to deliberately do this they got her out of there before jade cargill showed up yeah, um, yeah, did, because yeah. Jane yeah, Cargill's whole thing is that she's you know superwoman monster and all that, uh, and like as a physical specimen, she's like unbelievable. The look at she's just pure muscle, bone, and skin. Um, but she wouldn't look nearly half as impressive stood next to to Jordan Grace, you know. No, definitely not. But you know who did look really impressive? Who? Bailey, obviously, but Naomi. So, was, so she was Trinity in, in TNA and she also put on a phenomenal performance. I mean, we said this when we when we saw Trinity wrestle or like she's so much better. Yeah, she's so much better. than she was she's, she's a got a proper it. star. Do you she, know what? She's, it's prob- she's probably clear one of my that, favorite. Sorry, go on. Sorry. It's clear that in her time there, uh, first time around, it wasn't that she couldn't wrestle. It's just that whatever the administration was there at the time had just sucked the life out of it for her. She just she didn't want to be there. And when yeah, well, she look, went off to TNA, she kind of rediscovered her, her love of it. I don't even think it's that she couldn't wrestle. I think that she wasn't given the opportunity to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. You know, like when your whole thing is a funkadactyl, <laughs> it's, that's a tough ceiling to break out of. Going to TNA where it's an uphill battle, but it, it's a clean slate. She could kind of find herself. And I mean, you know, when, and I it's always an opportunity like, I, to wrestle. Like you, but I, I like, watched the videos. Um, I know you were there live, but I watched the videos of those um, TNA tapings matches she had. Uh, now this was Impact. This is before they'd gone TNA, and there was what maybe a hundred, maybe two hundred people in the building, 
but she was wrestling like it was mania like she was going yeah, for like i i always liked naomi even you know in the wwe with her last gimmick you know she, her charisma when she'd come out with the music and stuff was phenomenal was always fantastic the problem really was when she actually went into the ring it wasn't that she was lost it was that she didn't you know I th- it's almost like i think she discovered that gear you know where she's like oh well, i can actually turn that on and boom here we go and that's uh, i think what you're talking about where it's like yeah you know, she's resting like it's mania because she discovered, oh my God, I have this extra thing I can do. And it's great to see because she is brilliant. Like, you know, sad loss for WWE. Um, sorry, sad loss for TNA, a massive gain for WWE. Similar to uh, who we just talked about, Jade Cargill, who also gave a, a terrific showing of herself. She did. Uh, Liv Morgan did as well. Becky, not so much. Liv's back. Lives back, and she, yeah. you know, it, it, look, it, it's this had what you want, what you expect from a women's rumble. Um, it didn't have any like nostalgia women, uh, for want of a better word. Like, there was no, no like, was no Molly Holly can run out or anything like that. Yeah, it, it was more kind of like, <laughs> I th- okay, I think if the men's rumble had have had a moose. Or had a, I'm not, you know, I know you're going, oh, they're the TNA. I'm like, yeah, okay. If you had a, had that. No, like Moose would have been, like you've you've sort of broken the seal. You had a TNA person there. You were referencing TNA. Like. Also, that's the first time. So I, I mentioned last last week that uh, TNA openly mentioned WWE by name. Yes. Um, like literally saying former WWE champion, which has never happened in, in, in Impact before. This is the first time that WWE, man, I was beaming from 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 <laughs> ear to ear. The fact that not only did we mention TNA, like not as a joke, but like as a real thing, but also putting it over as like a huge thing. I'm like, whoa! I never thought this would happen. This is crazy that WWE are like, not only is TNA a thing, but it's a huge important thing. And here's our world champion, and isn't it great? And blah 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 blah. Because that's just. That never happens. That's never. That was never a thing. You know, we really are, you know, through the looking glass here, people. You know, um, but I think if the men's room had have had some more of this, it probably would have been a lot better for it. Yeah, and uh, again, a great winner in the women's rumble. Bailey, like, not only makes sense, is not yeah. only interesting going forward, but if anyone deserves it, like, absolutely deserves it, and you know, deserves her flowers and deserves the, the big spot at Mania. So kind of delighted for Bailey, as well as it just being a, a decent rumble. I was delighted for Bailey. And it was a great way to start as well, which is weird because it ended up just a dour <laughs> it note. was all downhill. It literally, it just, it got progressively worse as the show went on, which is, you know, so the next match, Rohan Reigns, who we haven't seen in a while, Defeated AJ Styles, LA Knight, and Randy Orton. Now, so I, I, did you know that Fatal Four Way is my least liked match type? Oh, why? Because of this match. <laughs> <laughs> now it's your least liked match. No, sorry. I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> all the problems I have with Fatal Four Way are exclusive, are, are on display in this match type. Um, it's just. All the good stuff gets cancelled out by the hackneyed um, fatal fourness of it. You know, you know when you have a triple threat match, you can have a really good match with two lads. 
one of them gets injured, lad jumps back in and they have another match. Fatal four way, it if it's not if it's worked the r- wrong way, it ends up like this, where there's someone there just to take a pinfall. Uh, it's not going to be either of the main guys. One, uh, someone's going to be well protected, and unfortunately, AJ didn't look right here. LA Knight, this did more damage than good, and Orton apparently got reprimanded <laughs> for for something happening in the match. I'm not too sure, but that's what I heard. I can't uh, what it would have been that he got reprimanded for. It, it was going around. Apparently, something happened in the match, and and they weren't too happy about it, but. This was also a foregone, foregone conclusion. And uh, is it yeah. time for Roman to lose the belt? That's the thing. It's, no, it's, no, no. Time for Roman to lose the belt was a year ago. Oh. <laughs> way, way past. But, I mean, like, the, the second best time for Roman, Roman to lose the belt is now. The best time was a year ago. <laughs> yeah, but like, is it, has it gone too far? Like, when oh. you see him walk out, is there just, you're like, okay, he's not losing. Yeah, especially now, like as we get to Mania season, like like you watch Roman on a pay per view match, you know during the year, SummerSlam or you know Survivor Series or whatever. Uh, he, like you know he's not losing. Like, but is there even? A, a, but my question is, is there even a point for him but, having these matches? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. When it comes to Mania season, like you just know there's not a chance, like that he's like. So a foregone conclusion, uh, a pretty bad match in and of itself. It was. It really was a bad match. Do not get the what everyone sees in Randy Orton. He's the most boring wrestler I've ever seen. Randy wrestles up. He's like Cena. He wrestles up. So he can have a great match. He just chooses not to. And if the lads in there aren't going to work, he won't work. (laughs) No, that that's it. I mean, honestly, uh, God, that that is what it is. I mean, none my of the there wanted to work. Experience of him is that he's very one note. That he's the RKO out of nowhere. Uh, AJ Styles, like you say, a like not just a gimmick, a genuinely phenomenal wrestler. Really disappointing to see him. You know, kind of being used like that. Like he, it never felt like even even if he had to take the pin. It never felt like he was really let off the leash to do anything awesome. No. And LA Knight, oh man, that like look, he's he still has a great career and all that. Like he he'll always be an upper mid guy, but I think he's missed the he's missed the boat on his chance to be like a top guy. No, he he's still a top guy, but the thing about it is when Roman Reigns is the undisputed champion, the only person who's dethroning him is The Rock. That's it. There's no one else. Well, yeah, like, like, look at it. So, let's say, okay, you say he's still a top guy, right? Let's say Cody wins the title. Mm. Cody's not dropping the deadly and eight. No, not yet. So, not yet. But I, here's the thing: who, I could. Who wins it then? Punk you know has what to I, get it at some stage. No, and, you know what I could see. Well, I could see him dropping it to LNI for a month or two and then going so. back. Yeah, yeah, LNI is a transitional champion. 
Yeah, he's he not could always... get like a, a really feel good uh, kind of Kofi Kingston run. Yeah, maybe. Or, yeah, he, or a, a, Mick, a Mick Foley run or something like that. But yeah, I don't yeah. think he's going to be like holding the belt as a dynasty or something like that. But he <laughs> he is up there. He's one of the guys who will hold the belt for a little while. <laughs> Head of the table. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I didn't get LA Knight until I went to a WWE house show and won me over immediately. Just that, that catchphrase. But that is is that not the problem with him? That he's he's a he's a decent wrestler, uh, but he is he's a he's a catchphrase. Yeah, but that's the rock too. He's be, yeah, but but the rock was a decent wrestler. <laughs> he wasn't. But, no, he wasn't. Well no, he, he was wasn't. an okay wrestler, but he was forty catchphrases. Oh. <laughs> and and really good off the cuff catchphrases. Yeah, that's fair. Whereas LA Knight is one really good catchphrase. Yeah, that's fair. But look, Less with more, dude. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be everything, you know. I mean, you know, no disrespect to Bray Wyatt. Everyone knows I love Bray Wyatt, but he was everything until he got in the ring. Yeah, and then it all fell apart. <laughs> it but, all that's, but even Bray Wyatt, like I say, he was everything. He was more than one very catchy catchphrase. Yeah, but that catchphrase is very catchy. It's very catchy. It's. Do you know, it's, it's not actually. It's, it's not even catchy. It's super infectious. fun to do. It it's is infectious. That's, do you know you the know? worst part? Thing about it is that once you start it, yeah, it's kind of hard, hard to stop. That's why I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's why I've not joined in because it's very hard to stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we're going to move on to the most stupid, uh, the most stupid thing that happened on this show, and that's saying a lot. So the Logan Paul match with Kevin Owens for the US title. Look, Kev, I'm no fan of Logan Paul as a person. Genuinely. Genuinely an, an awful human being, right? He really is. And uh, just by his videos and, you know, what he has presented to the public. As a wrestler, though, holy hell, uh, probably one of the best out there today, which I know, Martin, I'm sorry, but just just a natural talent for it. it it's... It's actually really annoying. He's uh, okay. You you do your bit, and I'll, and I'll do mine. No, that's fair. And it's, I mean, for the WWE style, it just it just works so well. And I don't know why it works so well. That being said, this match was abhorrent, um, and not just because of the finish, but just it was fourteen minutes of nothing, and the ending of it really, really tested my limits oh. as a wrestling fan. Where the referee referees don't do this. All of a sudden looks and sees the brass knuckles and then disqualification. Doesn't go back and look for, you know, they have the video cam where they could have done. It was just a straight up on over. Yeah. Where, like you know, if a referee stupid. sees you holding a chair, you won't be disqualified. Like no. they have to see you do it, swinging yeah. and hitting. Yeah. It, it, know, it's it, one thing that really bugs me with AEW is sometimes when someone's in like a, like a chokehold, um, Sometimes they'll just do a UFC, like shake their hand, checking them, and then they'll call it. And then sometimes they'll do the old school, you know, dropping the arm three times. And whenever they're doing the, the UFC thing all the time, and then they suddenly do the, the arm dropping thing, I'm like, well, now I know they're going to kick out of it because you only do the arm dropping thing when it's going to be like a dramatic. Just pick one. If someone's being choked out either... Your your house style is the UFC style, or your house style is you do the three arm drops. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's... Sorry, that went off. <laughs> no, no, no. I No, I think you hit the nail on the head there. WWE... It, it it shoots itself in the foot here because it's like it's trying to do something that we associate with bullshit, right? And and this is total bullshit. Like disqualifications, they've never done this before. Where they're like, what they normally do is, and even going back twenty years ago, nearly thirty years now, they'd restart the match. Yeah, where they were like, oh, you cheated. We're restarting the match. Yes, right? that's right. Yeah, I've seen that in a couple of. Uh... Bret Hart matches. Yeah, Actually, that's one, what the one he had with a uh, Xbox. That's what they used to do. They used to be like, okay, you cheated. We're restarting this match, right? And then what they started doing in the mid two thousands, even couple up to a couple years ago, they do like a, a replay, you know, because it's the whole thing is being filmed. They can just look at the Titantron, which makes the whole thing silly. Doing it this way just it, it gets them out of a sticky situation which is having Logan Paul lose that belt, which they obviously have him having because he's such a huge star. And it makes me sick to even say that, but it's true. Um, And then that's what they did. And it's just, it's insulting. It's insulting to people's intelligence to do this. Um, Well, actually something I forgot to say about the uh, Fatal 4-Way. The other thing about it was the bloody ending. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, yes. Yeah. Go on. Go a on. solo Sokoa run in. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> you know, points for but, originality. That's only been going on for three years, has it? And you think no one would be like, listen, if he runs out, the, you lose the belt automatically. <laughs> Which, again, look, using your brain, if I was in that situation and I was challenging Roman Reigns, I'm like, okay, cool. If any interference the belt changes but even even like like setting the k the kayfabe of it aside like just say you're you're booking a, a roman reigns match come up with something other than a solo sokoa running like but you know what happened here what happened here was this was all we're just getting to Elimination Chamber. We're yeah, just getting yeah, to WrestleMania. Yeah, we're, we're not putting any thought into this. No, like, yeah. and and that's the. I think that's what really seeped through this. And look, it, it could have been the case that he had a much better plans, but obviously the real world probably changed a few. But then at the same time, they're also probably like, yeah, yeah well, look, you wouldn't it imagine matter. it had too much of an effect on this match, given. Like none of the people in it are were really affected. Like, yeah, and and that's why I'm saying you know I'm probably reaching <laughs> more than likely am, but I think the truth of it here is they're like well look it doesn't really matter because we have WrestleMania we have Elimination Chamber in Perth and and that's where they're actually going to do something probably a bit more interesting. Yeah, but I mean well, look hold on the, the first this is the first time this is the first time that we've seen this happen. The road to WrestleMania even though they say starts at the Royal Rumble it really doesn't. I mean it can, but. Like I think there's been 10, 15 WrestleManias where they've took shape maybe a couple of days beforehand, which doesn't mean it's a good WrestleMania, but it has happened. I mean, The Undertaker yeah, versus yeah. Mark Henry just happened for no reason. WrestleMania 2000? Yeah. The, just happened. Man in every corner, they suddenly brought Mick Foley back, and yeah. So it's, and it's, then the big show for no reason. For no reason. Yeah, it, it's, it's not the first time it's happened. It, it doesn't, look... I will say, it doesn't bode well for a good WrestleMania when they do this. I will be honest with you. And that is concerning. And, I mean, with WrestleMania fastly approaching, if this is 
kind of the way it's going. I, I look if if we don't have a way where it's like a way to see what the big stories are going into WrestleMania after Elimination Chamber, I'm going to be worried that this WrestleMania is going to be a bit of a dud because we have no idea what's going on. We have no idea what the storylines are. Like we already which, know that we are actually why actually actually here's oh. one for you. Oh, have we got an update on SmackDown? No, we have an update on. There's two matches on on Wikipedia right now: Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, and then Rhea Ripley and uh, Rhea Ripley or EO uh, Sky versus Bailey. So the Royal Rumble matches already set in, so so we know they're going to happen anyway. But okay. as far as anything else, we don't know. Um. Right. So, uh, regarding the uh, Kevin Owens match, no, mm. Logan Paul is not a good wrestler. Um, <laughs> Logan Paul shows up every couple of months he has one match that they drill to death like they set it all out they drill it and drill it and drill it um and he goes in there with someone like a real veteran a real worker someone who can carry anyone through a match and he does he's very athletic i'll give him that he's he's very athletic um although even that has a problem because then all his moves are very athletic, they do, but they don't look like they have any weight or anything behind them. So I, I don't know why it's such a button for me, because it's not like he's, like like you were saying, even the people who like his wrestling like, don't like him as a oh, person. I, I don't like his wrestling. I, I, I hate it, but it's objectively, but I, I it's objectively it a thing. It's a, well, subjectively a thing, yeah. But. You know, it, it's it's like, it's not bad. That's the thing. Like it, uh, I, you, I just... I, no, I mean you're not wrong. Like this is the thing, you're not wrong, but but you're off base slightly, as in like he's not a good wrestler, but what he does, the wrestling that he does is good. If that makes sense, I t- I like even the the stuff that he does that looks nice. Uh, my issue with it is that it doesn't look like it has any weight or impact to it. You know, because oh, it doesn't. Because <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, it just I I don't know why it's such a button for me, which really bugs me when people say that he's like he's this great oh, he's talked to it so naturally he's better than half the roster it's like no he's not literally anyone who's like halfway athletic could do what he does because he shows up every couple of months he has a match set out from drills it and drills it and drills it you know it's like a guy who learns one song on the guitar mm. like just there's say there's one song with four chords and he learns that song really well. Like he can play that song better than anyone in the world. But you wouldn't call him a great guitarist. Like, because he can't play anything else. <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a fair point. And look, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's 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 annoying. That's that's kind of how it is. But damn, every time he shows up, man. Yeah, oh, you get, look, I can't... Some things I just can't... I can't deny that... He is over. Can't deny that he gets a reaction. I can't deny that. I wish that he wasn't a lot, over. A lot of I people. I wish he wasn't over. You know, I really do. I it, it it annoys me that he wasn't over. That he he's over. That he isn't like. And I can't deny even that most people don't agree with me. Like a lot of people do think he is a great wrestler. I don't. I wouldn't yeah. go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I mean. You know, being a great wrestler and having like look, even with Punk, if Punk did do, do the one match a year, Punk's a wrestler. Logan yeah. Paul isn't. Even you know? I'd say that, and I. 
You're just hurt. You're I just have hurt. Huge. I am. I... Punk, Punk has just hurt you. He That's really okay. Has. That's okay. I have a friend. Um, I'll never love again. <laughs> I have a friend. She's she's a big wrestling fan, and um, she hates Punk. <laughs> she calls him a cancer, and she 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 pleads with me to not to not like Punk, and she's like, he's just going to hurt you again, and that's what happens. Every uh, time Punk shows up, I buy his merch, and then he 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 behaves like Punk, and then the cycle repeats again. Yeah, well, maybe that's it. Maybe he goes to AEW, he sells as much merch as he can, <laughs> goes to WWE, and then once the all the WWE fans have bought it, he goes, I think it's time for some TNA Punk t-shirts. <laughs> you know? Have he knows the same t-shirt as well? It's, uh, yeah, it's just with a different wee logo in the corner. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I can see him in 2027 going, I'm so glad to be home. In the NWA, <laughs> where I always belonged. Oh God, yeah, no, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, the poor NWA, I think, took itself out beforehand. Are they, are they still even kicking about at this stage? I, I don't, I don't think they've ever recovered from that sell and pay per view, which we should cover at some point actually, because it's real bad. <laughs> yeah. It's really bad. I'll be up for that. Yeah, we should totally. But do like, that. there were a couple of years ago, and I mean literally a couple, like maybe two two or three years ago, their NWA Power Show on YouTube was doing pretty well. Like, people, nobody was fanatical about it, but people were saying that it was, like, fun and watchable and it was only you're, an hour. Martin, you're, you're getting very close to the point where you're like, I really wish I really wish there was an ECW show run by ECW guys. And then, you know, <laughs> you're, getting very, you're getting I'm very close. Saying, I'm, I'm only asking, is, is NWA Power, is it still going on? Or Yeah, it's, it's still going on, but, like... Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, uh, apparently, from what I've seen, and again, we probably will look at it actually. Um, but there is among the fans, there's like the pre-Tyrus and the post-Tyrus. And when Tyrus became the world champion, that's when people are saying the wheels fell off completely. Oh, it's time to go. <laughs> so I don't know. I I didn't watch it, but that's what I've heard. So we might actually watch Sound and see how bad it is. I've seen clips of it. I've seen I've seen the infamous segment, but. Uh, this one where they were doing lines of blow on the Yeah. <laughs> and really, that wasn't the worst part of it. The whole like, come on. You know. NWA. People don't come here for, you know, edgy cocaine segments. That it wasn't even like related to anything. He Father James Mitchell just did it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even so, know the camera was on him. Just just that's it. Um but no, we might actually have to if if the news slows down, folks, we'll go back to watching all the shows. But things are so mad right now. That our like chill show is like two hours long. So oh yeah, it's wild. It's like know. uh oh, like at this stage, will will we ever finish the in your house <laughs> arc? We will eventually, you know, when things slow down. But you know, Martin, I think that's a good point to leave it today. Um, because yeah. again, you know, SmackDown is on at the moment. News might break. We're not too sure. Uh, we'll update if needed. But the best thing you guys can do, there's two things you can do. You can let people know about the podcast. Actually, three things you can do. Let people know about the podcast, which would be great. Um, go over and give us money on Patreon, which would be even better. And if you don't want to do either of those, you can go and just like us on social media. And uh, that would help us a great deal as well. So if you want to do any of those things, the best way to do it is go to TheWrestlingRewind.com. TheWrestlingRewind.com. And that has the links to everything 
all of our shows, all of the social media, our Patreon, our email, all our kind of stuff. Uh, and that would help us a great deal. Martin, is there anything you want to add? Yeah, four things you can do. Like, go out wherever you live and just, like, graffiti the Wrestling Rewind. <laughs> like, all over. Like, pick, like, beloved national landmarks and <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Next time I go down to Dublin, I want to see the Wrestling Rewind sprayed across the front of the GPO. So, <laughs> yeah, if you can't if you can't throw us a, a rennet, then we'd appreciate a bit of graffiti. Or... Don't do that one and just send us the tenor. Even better again. Join join the Reddit tier and we'll send you a can of spray paint. (laughs) The Reddit tier, I have to say, folks, even though the Bookly one will get you uh, a list of your own Bookly. Oh, yeah. The Reddit tier has it all. And you can talk about them and justify them. Absolutely. But the Reddit tier gets it all. And you get that nice handwritten letter from Martin. Uh, if anything, the Renateer gets you more than you want, really. <laughs> Too much, really. Too much. <laughs> well, you know, the important thing is, Renate is tenor spelled backwards. That's it. Just you can never it. forget no. that. Just like Relic is killer spelled backwards. Oh, is that is that where that came from? Is that where we got the idea for that? Yeah. <laughs> Sensational. You learn something new every day, folks. The segment was so taxing on Martin's psyche <laughs> that he blacked it out from his memory that we did last week. Oh, man. Oh, Rennet. There you go. Well, folks, that has been the Wrestling Rewind. I've been Dara Connor from Martin Herity and from Dave Stevens, who we'll have on the show around WrestleMania time. Um, he's he's like a punk now. He only shows up for WrestleMania. I mean, that's fair. You know, at least he won't get injured for WrestleMania. I don't know. You're you're heading over there to see him. You get a few pints, yeah. And start wrestling. <laughs> Just watch the triceps. <laughs> so we'll talk to you next week here on the wrestling event. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.